0: The commitment in in, in 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 South Africa to, you know, this year is my 40th year um, on stage. And the, the commitment that you have to have to your art to have been on stage for 40 years in South Africa is huge because there is so little work that... All of us basically have to do other stuff to also stay alive, to to keep the pot on the stove. Um, And that kind of commitment, I do not think the public understand.
1: Today, I'm talking to Elsevier Zietzman, actress and singer, and very well known in South Africa for her cabaret performances. Oh, Elsevier, it's so lovely to meet you here on Zoom. Thank you. Yeah. And um, so uh, likewise, times both ways. Yeah, you are, um, you've done so much uh, in South Africa, in, in the theater world, and uh, you're a singer and an actress. I'm an
0: actress first, then wow. I'm a singer. Mm. Um, I am, there's, there's for me a, a huge distinction um, because I am not a musician. My son is a musician. Both my sons are musicians. They understand music. They hear music like a musician should. I, I don't oh. always understand music and I don't hear music the way a musician hears it. Mm-hmm. I hear the interpretation. So I sing the word. I don't sing the note. I don't know if that oh, makes okay. any sense. Totally. totally. So, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm an actress first and then I'm a singer. Mm. Okay. so yeah yeah um, And but not a musician
1: oh okay but um but how did this journey for you start as a child what so you always had an interest in acting
0: I think the day that I was born um, when the doctor held me up in the air and hit me on the bun, oh. I didn't say like other children I said give me a stage I want to perform <laughs> so okay. it has is, it is just always been there it's um I, I there was just never any doubt in my mind I, I didn't even I didn't know there was a word for it I didn't know it was called an actress because I grew up in 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 rural um, South Africa you know in, in small towns and we only got um television when I was in high school. So as a child, I I didn't even know that there was a word for it. I didn't, I heard the word actress for the first time when I was about 10, 11 years old. Really? And then, then it clicked. and it re- Ah, okay. Yes, that, yeah. that, that's the, there. That's the one. Yeah. So were you the, the one? You there the was woman? never any doubt in my mind. It was the wow. only thing I wanted to do, and it was the only thing I was ever thinking.
1: So were you the one in the school uh, that were uh, doing the, the acting parts always and and uh, making little concerts and things? Was it like that for you as a child?
0: A, a little bit, yes. Um, I, I obviously, I was in all the school plays and in the operators and um, so I did a lot less sport. Um, and a lot more culture um, at school. Uh, yeah, it was, but, um, so yes, I, I was always, I was always performing, but I, I grew up with a father who whose personality was larger than life. Mm-hmm. and And his entire life was a performance. He was a teacher, but his life was a performance. Uh, that was just how he was. So, that that was that was the 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 example that I saw so I was a little bit like that I think I was very irritating because I was very loud and, and always in the front and you know yeah but but I, I think I irritated a lot of people a lot of the time <laughs> but but that's the I mean I I
1: sometimes think it's them not you you know it's like if they are annoyed with it, it's your personality. It's it's something great that you have, that quality.
0: Well, yeah, it's the only one I have, and I don't really know how to change it. I can change it for for, for small little periods of time, but not for yeah. long ones. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's like
1: uh, when they say we're not for everybody, you know? So some things are just not for everybody. So, yeah. Yeah. But now then, did you go and study? Was this the, the, the thing you, you decided, this is what I'm going to study? Or Yes. Did I, work? Mm-hmm. yes.
0: I, I, I did a, a national diploma in acting at um, the Pretoria. It was then called the Pretoria Technicon. I didn't want to go to university, um, specifically for the reason that I didn't want to be able to fall back on something like teaching. So I didn't want a degree. I really didn't want a degree because then it was, then that would always be the way out because I'm I'm fairly sure I've seen you, you've you've spoken to a lot of South Africans that work is is scarce. It has always been and it always will be. There are a few people in South Africa that can make a good living out of entertainment, but by far the majority of people really it's tough. It's yeah. seriously tough. I, <laughs> I never had anything to be able to fall back onto, but it was always waitressing. And even now, at the age of sixty-one, you know, I, I am, um, I'm still waitressing, except it's in my own place. Um, uh, <laughs> that was that was always my my fallback was was waitressing, except that I've now also lost that through to COVID. Um, but but yeah, I never wanted to do anything else. That was all I wanted to do. But
1: isn't it also this idea, because um, I've been uh, speaking to artists over the lockdown period as well, and that we're talking about this uh, art and, and the value of art. And what you're saying now is exactly this thing where people have something to fall back on. So... In in an actual fact, many musicians, even in Europe, say to me that uh, people ask them, "But what are you, what is your real job?" You know, if they say they're a musician, and what you're saying now is exactly that thing. Where, you know, where you say in South Africa, it's something like, "Oh, but uh, if you study acting, you have to get something else to fall back on." Why is it that way? Why is acting not seen as a as a career that and, and
0: and art seen as careers that stand on their own feet. I don't. I don't think that is the problem. I I do think that being an actress or acting is accepted, um, but 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 it, it should always be the second one. Hmm. It can never be the primary one. Um, so there there is yes you can you can be an actress. Hmm. Um, But always in the second place. There has to be a real job. And then you are allowed to have the job as an actress. Mm -hmm. But I also, you know, I also think it's a huge misconception. You know, I'm sure you've heard this before, that you'll be at a party and somebody will come to you and you'll start a conversation and say, oh, you know, my cousin is so funny. He should have been on stage. And I think, guys, do you realize how much work it is. Do you realize how hard it is to be on a stage? People think it's an easy thing because, because they can stand around the fire at a, at a, at a place and, and they tell a few jokes and people think they're funny. They think, they think they are performers. Yeah. <laughs> they, they do not understand what it takes to be on a stage with a thousand people in front of you, they, they don't get that.
1: Yeah.
0: And that there is no room for making, to make a mistake. You cannot make a mistake. That's it. You can't pick up and rectify that mistake. If you made it on stage, it was made. That's it. So there is, I think amongst (laughs) normal people, um, Mm or the public, publicum, there is a misconception of, of how much it takes to be on a stage and earn your living from that. The, a misconception of it's so easy to do it. They do not understand the level of concentration it takes to keep a thousand people in the palm of your hand. Um, yeah. So that was my very long answer to that
1: question. No, but it's it's totally uh, true, and this is why I'm also doing these interviews because I think it's this – the public sees that part on the stage, but they also don't realize the commitment behind it, you know, and the years of training and the years of um, – effort that goes into before you even reach that point you know um if i just think of the conductors that i spoke to here the young conductors at the university you know seven years they study seven years but before the seven years already they've they've done other musical instruments and so on. And and nobody sees that, you know, they see the person with the bat- baton and in, in front of the orchestra and that's all. And this is exactly what you're saying now. Now somebody thinks he's funny and he thinks this can make him, uh, you know, uh, an artist yeah. on stage. Yeah, Now I totally agree with you there.
0: The, the, the um the commitment in in South Africa to, you know, this year is my 40th year um, on stage. And the, the commitment that you have to have to your art to have been on stage for 40 years in South Africa is huge because there is so little work that, all of us basically have to do other stuff to also stay alive, to to keep the pot on the stove. Um, and that kind of commitment, I do not think the public understand. How much you give of yourself to, after 40 years, still to be able to do it. Um, when, when you know, <laughs> when you know. <laughs> the, The income is so little. Um, And you know, and the last two years, oh, this last two years is a, yeah. Yeah. We are finally now, the last two weeks, we're allowed to perform to full theaters again in South Africa. Really? Yeah. Mm. Only in the last two weeks. So it was, you know, yeah. I I have four ways that I earned my income. Um, I had a guest house. I had a private dining room. So I cook. That's one of my other passions as well. I sing and I act. And I lost all four in COVID. Gone. Overnight. So I eventually lost my guest house. I lost my dining room. Um, I now live in my brother's house. Uh, Yeah. But still... I'm not gonna get an office job. Yeah. I'm still gonna yeah. try everything that I possibly can in order for me to be able to be on stage. Um, I have the most fantastic woman that has been working with me for the last 20 years, Agnes Mabaso. Um, and she she was my chef in in the private dining room. And we are still, can you hear this dog snoring? No, I can't. Oh, I okay. my, Labrador is, my Labrador is lying over here and she is snoring away. Um, <laughs> my dog so, is also, yeah. Yeah, so Agnes <laughs> Agnes is right at this moment. Agnes is in the kitchen. She's busy baking cookies and rusks. Really? So that is how, that's how we are keeping ourselves alive at the moment, by selling mm-hmm. cookies and rusks. And from on Monday to Thursday, we cook a vegetarian meal and a meat meal, and we deliver it
1: wow. um, between mm.
0: five and six. And that is that is how we are keeping alive at the moment. But but
1: you see, I I uh, this is what I find so fascinating you know I've photographed 500 artists in their windows here in Vienna over the lockdown period and I spoke to all of them sometimes just through the window but sometimes I could speak to them in person and this is why this is so important I think that the world and that society understands art and and you as artists it's not just about the stage it's about how you face things and how you live your lives you know like you saying now you lost everything yet you are still um making plans having ideas being creative and um making a living and this i find also with with all the musicians that i've spoken to they just make a plan they just have this ability to overcome obstacles to to persevere and I wonder if this comes, no, I wonder, I believe this comes with the fact that you are artist. that you have, you know, you've, you've gone through all that. And this is a, a type of a personality trait that you have.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, I, I, I think it, it's got a lot to do with the creative process mm. because we are creative in finding other ways of making a living. Um, yeah. and finding ways that doesn't take us away from that which we really want to do that was the same with when i had the guest house and and the dining room in that dining room i built for the main purpose so that i had a place where i could perform oh okay um, because you know in the in the in the 80s and in the early 90s in south africa cabaret was having an absolute feel day. Um, it, it, was, it was so sought after that every third restaurant turned itself into a, a theater by putting a few beer crates in and that was your stage and you got dressed in the kitchen. I think that's where my love for cooking started because I changed in oh. so many kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when all the changes in South Africa happened. And I'm, I'm fairly sure being in Europe, you understand that maybe more than South Africans would understand it, that when a country goes through turmoil, that is when cabaret really has its flowering, it's blooming, it's, Um, because that is what the people need at that stage. But as the change happened, the tastes, and suddenly you don't have to hear somebody saying these things on stage anymore. Um, It changes. So, And that is really what happened in South Africa. After after the, the, from the 2000s, it became more and more difficult as a single performer, to find venues to perform in. Because, you know, I spoke about performing to a thousand people, but that is not what I usually perform to. Yeah, I've performed to a thousand people before, but that was in Germany mostly, Um, but also in South Africa. But but that is not my, that's not where my expertise lies. My, My expertise, lies in what is known in Europe as Kunst, small art. Um, and even though cabaret is supposed to be able to fit into any place, traditionally it is understood that it is in a small intimate space because that is where it works best, that's it. So we lost a lot of the small theaters. We lost all those theater restaurants. They They just didn't exist anymore. And for Afrikaners, there was a change in all the festivals that started. 1995, I think it was 95, it was 1994, 1995, the Kaka in Ka, which is the Klan Karoo Kunstaffirs Arts Festival, was started. And that was sort of a lifeline for so many of us who through this thing that all the changes that happened in South Africa and and the fact that the the, the small restaurants or rather the theatre restaurants disappeared, the small theatres disappeared because it was musicals. People wanted bigger and better, and banquins really suffered. There was a, a small handful of people that just carried on with it and carried on with. It. And these festivals were were really our lifeline. It, it almost became a thing of living from one festival to the next festival. Um, and you knew that if you had a new work, the fact that the festivals were most properly accept your new work. And then there are five festivals that you can perform at through the year and in between you can do a few other things. So that became a lifeline. And that's also what we we lost in in COVID. All the festivals Uh closed down. Um, I was busy rehearsing a new show that I commissioned. I asked somebody to write the show for me, and I was busy rehearsing it when it was announced that the Klein Karwa was going to be cancelled in 2020 with COVID. So I immediately stopped rehearsals, and that show was put on ice. For two years. It was lying there. It was ready to be performed. And more apart from the fact that it was work that I was that was lost and all of that, I, I also felt at that stage it was an, an enormous lost opportunity. Because most probably you know that South Africa is the top country in the world. Um, We are number one in the world for femicide. The killing of a woman simply because she's a woman for no other reason. Really? Our our gender-based violence is also amongst the highest in the world. So I did a show about that. Only that. There were no other scenes in the show. It was only gender-based violence. And right through lockdown, femicide and and gender-based violence escalated. And it wasn't just in South Africa, it was all over the world. It just went through the roof. Mm -hmm. Um, What am I trying to say? Um, Oh, oh, um, I'm trying to say that, that that work at that stage was necessary, but it Mm -hmm. couldn't have been performed. And so now at last, after three years, I am finally, well, two and a half years, I'm finally at the point. I just performed it for three nights in Johannesburg a couple of weeks ago, and hopefully it will now get feet and develop its wings, but it's a tough show. It's a very, very tough show for myself and my pianist and also for the audience. It was it was one of the weirdest reactions I've ever had in my life for a show that after the show, whereas usually people would come to you and tell you you were bad or you were good or you were. But, but there was always there's always chatter after a show. Mm-hmm. Even if you try and avoid the subject to tell somebody that they were bad or there's chat after yeah. a show. Yeah. For the first time in my life, nobody spoke to me after the show. Really, mm-hmm. for the very first time in my life, nobody spoke to me after the show. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm getting off the topics and the, and the questions no, but, that you ask. I'm, 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 I, I'm I, meandering my usual way. No, but
1: I'm I'm fascinated by this now because I think what you're doing is, and and this is what I love so much about the fact that artists have this ability to to do this, to voice these things from the stage, you know, that it's in that environment and it makes people think.
0: Um, In the research for the show, the thing that, I mean, all those numbers of people and how they are killed and all of that was really, it was traumatic. It was completely and utterly traumatic to live through all of that in the research. But the thing that really upset me the most was the fact that experts across the world agree that we cannot stop femicide. Mm. It is not possible to stop it. We can reduce it, but we can't stop it. And the only way to reduce femicide is to reduce gender-based violence. And the only way to reduce gender-based violence is to talk about it. That is the only way, is to put it out in the open. Because yeah. I'm sure you know that um, most battered or abused women keep quiet about it. Yeah. They don't speak about it. Mm. And therefore, it's always under the blanket. It's always hidden. And the more it gets into the open, the more can be done about it. So that was really for me upsetting. And that's why I am speaking about it now. That is my job as a cabaret artist is to speak about that right now.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen your show, but, but I can just imagine that this is the thing, this is the power of art, isn't it? To be able to do this. And I think this is what people don't realize is that art has such a, it's in, in, in so many aspects, not just healing, but it's always also, in, in this sense, raising social um, uh, topics that people have to hear. Awareness. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. So tell me about this, this show that you're doing. So are you going, because I heard you're going to the cool cameras as well, are you doing the show there? Yes. <laughs>
0: um, you know, as I as I said, the the festivals are starting again now. Mm-hmm. So um, I was invited to go and perform at the festival in Hermanus, which is called the calfi which is the whale calves. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called after the the small whales. So when when they Uh, um, asked me to come down, I said to them, please don't buy me an air ticket, I'll drive down and Mm -hmm. I'll put in shows for me as I'm going down. So it's a whole two week road trip of traveling and through the small towns in the free state and performing in different places. But I am not doing the the show about gender-based violence everywhere because it's it's just too much if mm-hmm. that makes any sense to you yeah yeah um, I'd much rather now get back into the swing of performing and people coming back into the theater and making it more enjoyable than than shocking or 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 upsetting. so in as I travel down I am doing a show which <laughs> to sort of call it on a lighter note. Um, so I'm I'm basically just telling stories without a theme and singing songs as we travel down. Then when we get down to Cape Town I'm doing two nights of the gender-based violence show. In a venue in, in Durbanville called De Boer.
1: And then okay. I'm going to the Cool
0: Calmers in Paternoster. But in the Cool Calmers, Jan asked me to perform for two nights. And I said to him, I think it's too much to do two nights of the shows called Femme is Fatal In mm. that small little town, um, I just think it's, it's, too much. So I'm only doing one night of Famous Fatal and then the other night I'm doing a lighter lighter show. And okay. then start doing Hermanus for the one, only one performance and then on our way back um, we're stopping in little towns again. And back in Johannesburg on the 11th of August and on the 14th I'm coming to Europe. Oh, Oh, OK, where are you coming to? Um, my city, oh, going to? Nice city, Berlin. to Yeah, I've, I have very, very dear friends in Berlin. Mm-hmm. and um, luckily they like me a lot. So they bought me a ticket. Um, oh, okay. I was going to, I was going to go and spend Christmas with them. But mm-hmm. then because of COVID, we had to cancel my flight the day before I was supposed to fly. And so hopefully this time I can actually get onto that airplane and spend two weeks in Europe. Wonderful. And will
1: you be performing then as well?
0: No, 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 no. Okay. And it's we'll very just... difficult for us. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you, I can't go and, and perform in Germany. It's a whole rigmarole of, the different permits and and things. I I I haven't performed in Germany since the 90s. Um, my mm-hmm. last performance in Germany, I think, was in either 2000 or 1999,
1: mm-hmm. somewhere there.
0: Um, but it, it's it's quite, quite a thing to, as a South African, to go and perform there. Mm-hmm.
1: Well now tell me about this if you do this tour through South Africa do you have do you have to organize everything to to get into these small town theaters
0: Petra who yeah. else is going to organize it if you don't do it yourself
1: <laughs> Okay
0: <laughs> So you yeah. are your own manager as well Yeah <laughs> Mm -hmm. I do have an agent, but I have never expected my agent to find or create work for me. That's not an agent's job. And I think a lot of performers misunderstand that. An agent is an agent. It's a go-between between between two parties. Mm -hmm. It is not their job to find the work, and it's not their job to organize your life and manage your tours or whatever. And and also we don't earn enough in South Africa to really be able um, to pay a manager, for a manager to make a living from it. There are a few managers, but that is much more with your popular singers um people that sing popular music um uh, not in my little genre in our little corner not, No, but,
1: no. But, but you're saying that but there are many musicians here who do the same thing they they look look after themselves they look you know they find their own jobs and and we were also talking about this you know that this is also a side of the job that people don't realize, but you have to have this business sense and you have to have all that. And it's the email writing. It's not just about uh, your art and, and what you do. You must be able new. to
0: work a, a spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be able to work a spreadsheet.
1: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this is amazing. Your energy, I, I'm, I'm sure you'll... Uh, well, whatever you do, you you just make a success of.
0: How's the baking going? Not quite, not quite, not everything, no, not everything. Um, but do you, have you any idea how this energy irritates makeup artists?: Really. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't sit still. I cannot sit still. It's really a, it's a battle for me in a, in a makeup chair. Oh, really.
1: <laughs> oh, Al, this is amazing. I love it. <laughs> but um, but now tell me what what are your um, wishes for the future?
0: Um, Petra, you know when when through your life, as you do interviews, as we are doing also today, there are standard questions that you will always be asked. Mm. And one of the standard questions is exactly what you ask now, mm. and And that goes hand in hand with the question of um what is your ultimate role? What is the ultimate thing that you want to do? And I really never had an ultimate. All I wanted to do was perform. That's it. I just needed a stage. I didn't, it didn't matter. I, I didn't even need a, a stage. It, it could also be a camera, but I just wanted to perform. But then in nine, now I can't remember if it's 1999 or whether it was 2000. I played the Conferentier in Cabaret in Germany, in German. And I realized that was the ultimate role. Really? That was it. Mm. That, was the ultimate role for me. There is no other role that I can think of that I desperately need to play. I've done the part. That, for me, was the part. Wow. So I I don't have great ambitions of still doing this and still doing that Um, I just want to work. That's all. I don't care what kind of work it is. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's in the camera, if it's on stage, if it's behind the camera, if it's in front of a microphone. I just want to work. And there is no ultimate role for me anymore. I've done my ultimate. I've done it. Um, I just want to perform. That's all.
1: But, you know, doesn't it put you in the best position, really? Because there's no, there's no pressure anymore on you to to have to fulfill this dream. You, you've already lived it, and now you just enjoy what
0: you're doing. Yeah, but that doesn't mean there's no pressure. Oh, okay. The pressure is still there. The pressure is still there because you have to be better than your previous show, even though... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So the pressure is still there, um, but but that 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 very that driven ambition as a youngster, I don't have that anymore. It's yeah. I I'm very happy with just performing. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me a microphone, and I'm in a happy space. I really. My, um, you know, right. You can't see it, but right behind me. Let me see. There is my my grand piano. So I I still have my piano, even though I can't play it. Um, It is here, so I can rehearse here. And I had a rehearsal this morning before you came in, and my 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 pianist Tony Bental. Um, always says this is his safe place. Really? Here, where where him and I are around the piano and just doing, mm-hmm. just doing, and that's my ambition. Just really? doing, yeah. Am just I- want I- to do. Yeah.
1: But tell me now, um, but the singing, I just want to ask you now about the singing, the, the, when you do this cabaret show, so do you write the own, your own music
0: as well or your, your, the songs as well? I definitely don't write music. And um, I did, when I was much younger in my twenties, I did attempt to write lyrics as well, but it's really not my forte. So I rather leave that to the people who can. Mm -hmm. Um, But through the years also my shows have developed in a way that, um, yes, some shows I do only original music, Mm -hmm. but mostly my shows is I would take a cover version and maybe twist the meaning, not change the words, I just, whatever is coming before it or after it just gives a different feeling to the song than what you expected or what you have felt all the years that you've heard that song. Um, I just give a different spin to it. And that's, that's mainly the music in my shows for the last I think the last really original show that I did was about 15 years ago, where all the music and the lyrics were also um, specially written. And since then, most of them were, were cover versions where I just play with it to give it a different meaning.
1: But you know, this is what I actually find sometimes you hear a song so many times and, and the moment somebody else does the cover of it, you actually understand the meaning of the song because of the way it is, has been interpreted then. And, and yeah. this is, yeah, this is sometimes, you know, this, some of these old songs are now being done by young artists and then they... you totally see a different uh, meaning in it.
0: Yeah, and that's very much what is happening to me as well. Um, I never really attempted to sing the the jazz greats, the, 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 the great jazz standards. I was always too scared of them simply because of the fact that I'm not a musician. I do not understand music like musicians do. But now... As I'm getting older, I'm singing more and more of them. And I actually don't care that I'm not singing it correctly or I'm not singing it the way that you would think a jazz performer should sing. I'm singing it the way I hear it. And it's it's the most incredible feeling now. Um, This this morning, um, Tony and I worked on God Bless the Child. I mean, in my life, I would never have thought I'm going to sing that really? song. Mm. But yes, it works. It it's very, you know, and and in this um, my previous show or the show that 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 I'm working on now, Fem is a tale about, about femicide. Um, only jazz standards, almost only jazz standards. The songs that I that I never in my life thought I'm going to sing. M- my, my funny valentine. I mean, how, how, how do you... Uh, yeah. And some piece that you've heard so often, how do you give it a different meaning? But mm. we did we gave it in.
1: amazing yeah now I love that I love that now but I want to ask you now and I always ask everybody this question if you want to do a shout out for your favorite coffee shop or restaurant but I want to ask you now to do a shout, shout out for your cookies <laughs> do oh. you have... <laughs>
0: uh, what, what do you... yes well yeah. What do we do? We do a traditional um, uh, buttermilk rusk, yeah. um, which, um, you know, that is so South African that like you, you can't get more South African than that. Except it's not that traditional because we do it with half the amount of sugar that it would usually be done. Hold um, on. Aggie, Bring biggie fanoch cookies, I believe. Bring that puppies. Fani biscuit any cookies. Yeah. So i went to see sure. the bags. <laughs> huh? I want to see the bags where you put it in. Please, Agnes is yeah. going to bring so you can see. So we do we do the rusks and then we do shortbread. We, well, Agnes does the shortbread. Um, yeah. we do a, a straightforward butter shortbread and then a lavender shortbread and the lavender oh. comes here from our gar- from the garden. Mm-hmm. And a rose shortbread bread, we do ginger snaps. Uh, biscotti. And I've just started doing um, oat crunchies as well. And fudge. That's oh. a completely new one for me, doing fudge. But I'm doing it in my way because I cannot stand that feeling when you bite in fudge and it goes through your oh. teeth. Yeah. <sighs> <It is>. <laughs> <laughs> so I stop boiling it before it reaches. Reaches that stage, so it's oh, okay. a little bit softer and it doesn't go between your teeth. But do you? Um, but how do you
1: sell it? So you, you, have, uh, do, does private people do they come to buy it or
0: is it? Um, yeah, we don't. In we shops? don't have any. Uh, yeah, no. We, we're not selling through any shops. We hope to get something like that because mm-hmm. that will then means that um, Agnes's job is completely secure because yeah. Agnes's job. Is the whole time in in uh, we never know. are we gonna be able to make it this month with uh... the Agnes? Let's see your picture. There she is. Oh hi. And you're the you're the baker. Oh, Oh, this is amazing. There's a chocolate brownie. Yeah. Oh, wait wait, there, there's a chocolate okay. brownie. These are the oat crunchies.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Here is, oh, let me get this. Right, yeah, yeah. Get it uh, see it there. So it's called R-A to Z. So Agnes to Zitzman, because most people call me Zitz. Okay. Um, that, oh, that's, that's, that's a so brilliant that name. It. Yeah. Yeah. And this is our, our normal shortbread. And the, here is... never no, I didn't die but I didn't, And then this is our rusks. Oh, it's, wow. It's got mm. everything in except the kitchen zinc. Oh, really? It's okay. Everything else is in there. And okay. I have four of these rusks ras- every morning of my life. Yeah. As my breakfast with my cup of coffee. And then I'm fine until lunchtime.
1: Um, Thank you, Anjoin but this is amazing of of the rusks in south africa it's like a meal it's like a breakfast yes
0: yeah Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. oh this so is yeah so we mostly sell from from the house um people that know that will send um do you know, you know that whatsapp has got a business whatsapp now oh, okay. so we've got all our cookies listed on there so people can also send me orders through that and i'll either go and deliver or they can come and pick up or Mm. I, I have sent by post as well, but with the shortbread, that's a little bit difficult because yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's very fragile. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how we we are working on it and hope to get one of the big retailers maybe stock our cookies. Yeah. Hopefully, because let's then get that, and it's
1: let's fine. Let's that you. wish out there. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, uh, many
0: people. Yeah, you know, many people who've you know, made. But you it... know, in South Africa, it's that, oh, it's that's It's not right. that in South Africa. It's that. All but, comes. but
1: uh, many people who have done um made wishes on my uh interviews. Their wishes have come true. So keep me posted on this okay. one.
0: Petra, Petra. I'm keeping you responsible for this now. Yeah,
1: né? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Oh, this is amazing! Oh, but this, this is so lovely to talk to you, Althea. Um, and thank you so much for sharing all this. Uh, you've got my number. When you come to Vienna, let me know. Okay. I will. I want to. I want you to come to Vienna well. to do a performance. To do a show.
0: Well, let's let's see. Let's, let's see what
1: happens.
0: In. You know, let's, yeah. Out there. As you said,
1: let's put it out there. We put it out there. Okay, Althea. See you soon.
0: <laughs> yeah. okay cheers Peter bye bye bye